A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Put your hands up if anyone's ever asked you how quickly you can run three kilometers. No? We thought not. That's because bench press and barbecues are all that really matter in this world. Boys and girls, two masters of the old arts, flats and shanks. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of our weekly Flats and Shanks podcast. Hi! I am a very controlled, breathing Tom Shanklin. And I am David Flatman who wheezes a bit because of my weight. And because you've just been to the toilet. And Just I know what an effort that is for you. <laughs> Every time, it's like giving birth. No, I just did a wee. Yes. <laughs> just did a wee. And there's this bloke in there. Oh, you have chats to you in the toilets? You no, I them? didn't chat to him, no. I was having a wee and this bloke walks in with his mate. You're like, oh, is this where the big boys hang out? <laughs> he's obviously a joker. And he's like, oh, how much then? Because we're at the services, by the way, peeps. Again. He's like, how much is the petrol here then? A litre. He's like, a £1.40. God, DL! I'll just have a pound's worth then. It's been a tough month. And he keeps talking to himself. I can't stop going. I'm like a camel. So I said, I said to him, "Why a camel?" It's not a joke, by the way. I just this just happened in the toilet. I said, "Why a camel?" He goes, "Well, I can't stop pissing." And I was like, "But they drink a lot, don't they? Doesn't mean they, they wee a lot." Yeah, they don't go for a week then. Yeah, so I don't think they wee a lot. So I drink like a fish. Is I don't, that, I, I just fish. I, yeah. I just drink a lot. I'm not sure. I did just make that up. I'm not sure camels go weekly to the toilet. Um, no, what, no one can prove otherwise. Actually, anyone. What do you call a three hump camel? Stop it. Sugar. Pregnant. Oh, Christ. Yeah. You've done some great gags on here. No, I that's know, not but one that's, of them. you know. That's not one of them, kid. Yeah, but you, we're talking about camels. I've got a joke on camels. I mean. I've had four. Have, you got, have, you, had, have you got a joke on petrol stations? No. I've got, I've had four coffees today, but big ones. I don't normally have big coffees. I normally have. I know what you have. What? You normally have double espressos. Have you had a Cordero? I think it's a Cordero. No, that's the winger who plays, the Argentinian who plays for Exeter. You muppet. You mean a Cortado? Cordero. That's what Spanish people call jeans. <laughs> what do like a Cortero, is it? Cortado. It Cort- uh, begins with a C. It's my first, I've only had Cappuccino. one. Cappuccino. I've only had one. Cortado. Yeah, I have actually. A cup of coffee. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take a pint of beer. I like Cortados because it's like a little espresso, but they, I feel like the milk... Throw off keeps the heat in a no, bit. You're way wrong, mate. You're way wrong. You've, you've not got a clue, mate. It's like a, it's a small flat white. You know, get, 
you know, you just you've just hammered me on what it is and what it's no, called. No, but I like no. It's the but size you, of an espresso, but it keeps got, the heat it's in not, it. It's bigger than it's an a espresso. bit. Okay, it's a, it's the size it's of an espresso. It's a small flat white with a double shot. Okay, listen, it's the size of an espresso with a strength, but a bit of strength in it, and it's got the froth on top to keep the heat in it, which is what I like. It's a little bit bigger than an espresso. It's got espresso. The, there's no X in it. It's got the strength of me, and the milkiness of you. You <laughs> also of you. <laughs> Uh, hey, how's life? How have you been, buddy? Hey, buddy. How's life? All right, all right. Can't complain. A little bit rough. I from bet you can complain. It's a little all you bit do. rough from going over to Ireland. Um, thus, drink a little bit too much black stuff. Oh, oh. tastes better out there. Oh. Six pints before dinner. You what? I was with one of my um, soulmates in uh, uh, Scotland at the weekend. Dulwich, Dulwich crew. No, he's a weirdo from up north, actually, and his name's Will, and he... Um, Will the weirdo. We popped into a shop to get some kettle chips and hummus, because that's who we are, and um, he's like, can I... He said, to basically, can I meet you at home? I've got a run back to the place to stay. I've got a run back, because I've had too many pints of Guinness. I need a Guinness poo. And I was like, what do you mean a Guinness poo? And he's like, it's coming out. I've got it already ran. He's like, don't you get that? I said, no. The black? Yeah, like tar, he said. Did you know? I don't get that. I didn't know this. Um, we obviously knew that Lee Halfpenny's first name was Stephen. <laughs> Do you know what Mike Phillips' first name is? Stephen. No, William. William Mike Phillips. Is that true? Of Harryville. Of Harryville. There was a kid. There was a kid in my class called Toby something. Toby Giles or something. As a kid, and we joined a new class once, and they set out. They <laughs> reading the class out. They said Kenneth Giles. I was like, and he just went, no one knew, and he's like, it's Toby Giles. Says Kenneth here. He says Kenneth's my first name, but they call me Toby. But that's it then. What's he been known as ever since? Toby. Steve. Toby. Um, Kenneth Owens. He's a Kenneth. Oh God. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, really good actually. In a way, just jet lagged. That's the bloke. The bloke with the coffee in his hand. Okay. Coming out, you can't see him. People. He's there. He's the one who. He's got a comb over like Bobby Charlton. He's a. He's a. Funny looking fella. So we're in this car park, right? You know how we do the car park thing. Dogging minus the fun. And um, a minute ago, and this bloke saw us with our high-level audio equipment in the car, and he got out of his van. And by the way, the name, we've got nothing to do with this guy, but it's called Dale Maintenance. What do you reckon anyone, he does? don't know. Dale Maintenance. I don't know if his name's Dale, but he's got his van. And he jumped out of his van, and without sounding like too much of a div, he recognised us, and he... Thumbs up and smiled. He, I couldn't work out his Welsh. I couldn't work out what he shouted. He either shouted, good show, or you're shit. I'm not sure which one. Please try not to swear. Sorry. As best you can. But um, I think that went well. It went well, didn't it? Hi, Dale. It's probably not even his name. It won't be his name. But anyway, he's a nice guy. He had a cauliflower left ear, but not right. Wondered oh. if he was an amateur loose head. No. Left ear. Mine's right. No. Do you know, Could some, be anything. Hooker. Some, some bags do get cauliflower ears from tackling. Gary Truman. Used to get a little bit of a cauliflower. Yeah, used to get a little bit of a cauliflower. Benny there. Young's has got collies as well. Harry Ellis had collies. Because the boys at Leicester go hard, I think. I think yeah. Sam Harrison. I think three Leicester scrum halves might have collies. Yeah, go hard in training though, don't they? Apparently. Oh, no, thank you. Remember when Lewis Moody joined Bath? It was like... Oh, yeah. Guys, guys, we're not Great. Good. We're not good enough. We need to... Our training's too soft. And then we were all sat around as sort of senior players, and he was like, "We need to, we need to be harder in the weeks. If you set a precedent on a Wednesday, you've got to live up to it, or you become one of those guys, you know." So it's like one of those guys that 
you know, delivers on a Wednesday but doesn't deliver on a Saturday. So you basically force everyone to go hard on a Wednesday and they've got to back up. Yeah. Do you mean trains like Tarzan, plays like Jane? You become that guy, yeah. So basically you've got to train like Tarzan and you've got to play like Tarzan or you get that label. And we were sitting there and we were all like, mm, unfortunately, he's right. Mm. But then it was great because the next couple of years, next few years... Everyone we, got injured. We, we were, no, he didn't. We were bone on bone like one, once or twice a week. Sometimes on a Monday, bone on bone, boys flat out. I loved it, mate. I loved that much more than running. Yeah, forwards do love that. I loved a bit of Bosch and training. Nick Abendon was like, oh, not interested. No, same, because you've got to get yourself up for it. So, you know, attacking is so much easier than defending. Oh, absolutely yeah. opposite. Oh, I yeah. much prefer to defend than attack. You can't, you can't drop the ball in defence. What if you were a dog? What dog do you think you'd be, mate? I reckon English Mastiff. No, you're not agile enough. They're I, not agile. They're a hundred kilos. Your, your bulldog, mate, with your wheezing. Yeah, maybe. And how actually. you walk around? Actually, and, yeah, and your you're face, right. yeah. English Mastiffs are really tall, and I'm taller than people think. I'm 184.1 centimeters, which is six foot and half an inch. But people think I'm like five ten because I'm stockily built. If you are listening to this podcast, um, we aren't talking. They are, of course, they are. We aren't talking any Six Nations. Six Nations, you've got to go on our ITV Flats and Shanks podcast where we talk all things um, Northern Hemisphere, top tier competition, yeah, wins and losses. So I've already said Six Nations, there's no point in... I couldn't say it again, so get yourself on there. This is purely, this is for... This, this, who is this for? Well, the Premiership, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Pro 14 as well. It's for the guys and girls that haven't are really bored at work, basically. Do you know what I heard? I heard or travelling, and they want to listen to us twice in a week. Do you know what I heard, Tommy? See what I heard? I heard that um, Sky Sports have lost the Pro 14 to Premier Sports or something like a extra pay subscription channel. Yeah, that's that was that happened ages ago. Okay, excellent. Um, Didn't know that. Um, Here's a question: Is anyone going to watch the Pro 14 next season? Their viewing numbers are going to be brutal, surely. Well, not great now. People do, mate, and people. A lot of people. Of course, people we will. But the numbers relatively will be tiny. I'm not being facetious here. They will be tiny numbers. Well, they're not. Yeah, they're not going to be as big as the Aviva when you're watching it on Sky and BT. So, but, but Sky is you pay for Sky and you pay extra for BT. You pay for Sky, you pay extra for Premier Sport. So, are people? Gonna but pay? I'm sure. I'm sure the well in Wales, okay, and I'm sure it works over in Scotland as well. You have BBC Wales, so. They also might have a, a joint joint rights to show a certain amount of games okay. every week. And that is very highly watched. Thank you very much. Hey, you're taking this really personally. We have at least 12 million people in Wales watching it. That's balls. Yeah, I know. The population is like 3.4. But it's, it's very, very well received and viewed. Okay, fine. So I, I want it to be. You, you're acting like I don't want it to be. I want Put that in your bum bag. Put that in your bum bag. Fanny pack. Joe Rogan's trying to bring bum, babs, bum, ba- bum grabs, bum bags back in. Really? Yeah. Step Brothers 2 is coming out soon as well. Is it? Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, it looks really good. I'm so up for that. Um, what have you been up to then, apart from oh, doing stuff? Uh, not a lot. No. Mucking about, really. I was at Sarri's yesterday with um, uh, Mark Durden-Smith. Jim Hamilton was there as well. Gloria Hannaford's son. Big um, Jim. I was, with, I was with Big Jim on a Friday night at a dinner in Edinburgh, which was great. I was with... Do you know what is interesting? So, be honest with me, right? Because he's a tall bloke, and you can't see on top of his head. Is 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 his oh, hair going? Funny you say that. Because it looks thin. Because he sat down at Murrayfield, and as soon as he sat down, I think it was Rory Lawson came straight up behind him and said, "Let's have a look." And he got all, oh, don't," and it's properly going. But he's six seven. Just stand up. 
Stand up in public. No one will ever know you're bald. Eat with food. Stood up. You know he's had his hair done like Goody. He's had it plugged. Stop it. He's had it done. Really? No. But he should do because I mean he's he's got he's only got nine strands of hair, but he's growing them so long that he just loops them back and forth. We're doing a podcast with them soon, aren't we? I think at the end of this month. Oh yeah, got a podcast with Jim and Goody. Joint joint forces. So I think we're going to record it and just put it out on both our channels, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. I don't you know, know what's we'll say like, that we, you're doing that, I'm not. It'd be like bloody boat racing, won't it? Arm wrestling. And don't arm wrestle anyone ever again because I've seen so many videos. Of snapping arms. Of snapping elbows. My my elbow my elbow could go because I had it re- reconstructed and it's a complete waste of time. Didn't work at all. My forearm, my bone density, which might surprise you, is extreme. So I've got forearms like reinforced concrete, okay? And like Popeye. And I'll snap your back. But... What would go is my shoulder sockets or my cartilage on my shoulders would, if you imagine um, getting a poppadom from the Indian and you just hang it from the ceiling by a little clip and then you get a lump hammer and swing it into it like a um, swingy thing, like a gong, that's what would happen to my shoulders. What do they call I, those things like in, in pinata Mexico? Pinata or something. Pinata, pinata. Yeah. Like that, that's what would happen to my shoulders if I did an arm wrestle with What would be strong. the strongest part of your body then? <laughs> What would be strong? Like, if you had to say, right, my shoulders are knackered, my back's gone. My shoulders, um, no, my shoulders, my shoulders. I've got massive nostrils, really hairy ears. (laughs) I haven't got really hairy ears, I just trimmed them with my trimmer. You know I did. You saw me do it. We're on the phone to Michelle just now on FaceTime from my car, and I've got a portable. I've got nostrils like, I've got nostrils like massive teardrops. Have I got massive nostrils? (laughs) Have I? (laughs) Let's have a look in the mirror. I suppose I have, actually. Picking them too young, haven't you? They are quite big. They're not that big. No, they're right. They're not. They're right. I've got quite yeah. a big nose, though. No, you haven't. I've got a big nose. What, what's your strongest part? No, then? I'm saying it's big. I'd say yours is bigger. Jowls? No. <laughs> strongest part of the body, probably Legs. my calves. Legs. Quads? Hamstrings? Quads, probably. Well, my best lift would probably be a, relatively probably be a squat or a deadlift, so that's mainly quads, isn't it? Hamstrings, I think, because you're extending your legs. If it was a front squat, it'd deadlift, be quads. Yeah. No, but I'm... It's, it's all over in it, really. Yeah, thighs then. Yeah. Legs then, probably. Quadfather. Yeah, I'd agree I, with that. I do not skip leg day. I like leg day. No. Yeah. A lot of people don't. Yeah. But, but they're, they're only kidding themselves. I'm all chest. They? I'm all chest. I'm all chest and Your laps. chest is strong. So you're like... Living Latvia. Set, you're like sets of 10 on the bench at 120, even when you're not that really trying, aren't you? I, I mean, that's I don't, 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 don't want to brag, but yeah. That's, prop- that's properly strong. That's not. Not, it not, is. For someone not, who's retired and doesn't do it much, that's strong. You can just pick that up and do it. That's strong. Compared to average Joe, yeah, but not compared to the rugby boys these days. No, but if you properly got back into it for a year, you'd lift some big weights again. What did you bench? What was your one rep max on the bench? I do three at one five five. Oh, I thought you'd do more than that if you could do tens on one twenty. No, not really. Who's the who was the Leicester scrum half? Why haven't you asked me? Who, I'm going to ask you in a minute. But who was the Leicester scrum half? Sam Harrison. Yeah. I expected he took his top off and there was a bit of a... Oh, his tats. It were tats, but I was expecting like six packs, eight packs, ten packs. No, he keeps it real. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's great. I love seeing that. He's because fit, though. Yeah, he's that's what I mean. He, yeah, exactly that. You don't have to be... And he's hard, mate. You don't have to he's be... tough bloke. 5% body fat, 6% body fat to play the game. No. You've got to play your own weight. Is what, what, anyway, what do you bench, mate? Well, Bear in mind now, my arms are a lot longer than yours. You would go wide grip, like super duper wide. So you, the, no, I don't the bench, the, the bar would probably come like 
six inches off your chest for a one rep max because you can't quite you probably can't go all the way down as well because your elbows hurt so you have to do should I just tell you you have to put a little bit of wood block on your chest should I just tell you half reps what should I just tell you I'll be big go on 180, 180. I didn't I didn't go super wide because my shoulders hurt when it's too wide okay so I probably went the same as you if not a touch narrower most comfortable grip is narrow grip for me because of my shoulders too wide hurts so probably normal width no blocks to? on my chest okay. lower it touch my chest lift it back up what 210 wow so wow you were repping threes on 155 <laughs> I was I was repping I used, I used to do my triples on once 175 pause bench so we used to yeah lower it down to your chest and then release your fingers so it's foot and then you lift a dead weight off your chest that's what it's all it's all position relevant though there you go um there you go yeah what else There's always a reason isn't there what else what else is new Max Laheef did 210 a little while ago so I think he might have gone more than that oh. now so I had the bath record till then <laughs> Is it on a board? In my board. <laughs> <laughs> I just pop in there once a season and write um, the wall with a Sharpie. Why is your car so dirty, mate? There's there's literally mud all over it. It's a Land Rover. It's like it's like a plasterer's radio. Or painter's radio. It's a Land Rover. Don't worry about it. No, but no one buys a Land Rover to take I, in the I'd go off road in the uh, taking a field. I do. I do? Yeah, I was in a Don't field. Don't live by any fields. No, but I was doing I took the dog somewhere and I wanted to go across this race course field bit, so I just Booted it across the grass. Have a go, don't you? Why not? Yeah, I suppose. Why? Why walk when you can? Well, you just so you hold the dogs out the window and you drive across there. No, I I shot put them out the sunroof and boot it. No wonder one ran off. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. At the weekend. Do you see the interview after? Good with, on them. 
No, I, I, was, I knew it was on the telly, but I couldn't hear it. Oh, it was good. He, you know, he, he was laughing a bit. Yeah, you could see the delight in his face because he's right away. Like they do work hard. It's not as if they're not putting in the hours every single session. It's oh, not yeah. as if they don't want to improve. And and to get a big win like that, or to get any win like that, it just means turn up on a Monday full of a bit of confidence. They're just looking for something, aren't they, to turn their season around. I don't think it's going to be quite enough, but it's certainly great for them, and you, you feel pleased for them. You really do, and a couple of guys really stood up. Arno both were in the back row. Mm. It was absolutely mega. He had a great game sort of in terms of overall contribution. He was fantastic, but really, yeah, you feel sort of, because to be honest, people, I know people like to call pundits or commentators, whatever, bias as often as they possibly can, but the truth is, don't. I'm not really bothered who wins games anymore, but I found find myself really wanting London Irish to win some games, not and not just to make it dramatic towards the end of the season, although that would be fun, but just mm. because being this is irrelevant but because there are good blokes everywhere but they're just such good blokes there like you really want Kennedy and Declan Danaher and, and Hodgson and George mm. Skivington those guys really want them to win some games because I just know them I know them to be lovely people and, and good people and it's like and good at their jobs and it's like you want to but it's, it's with all young win. coaches isn't it you want young coaches to to become better coaches yeah it's you know there's quite a few young coaches out there in England in Wales and you don't want them to it's like players as well you don't want them to lose confidence in themselves either mm. and unfortunately that might happen if London Irish go down yeah potentially yeah. Um, so it's about how you man manage play, uh, coaches as well as players yeah um, but yeah I, really, um, I was really chuffed for them it, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a brilliant game by any stretch but who cares and Worcester Alan Solomon said, Solomon said something interesting afterwards he said would, he felt like they were hung over from two massive games the last two games have been massive and they've played really well and they had a really good team out and just didn't look at it at all and I just I do wonder you know I've said this before about you, wa- you wonder a lot I know I think a lot I'm a thinker yeah um, but I think in man's crumpet I am but I always think like I've said this about Sale Sharks a few times and it's sort of thing that offends Sale Sharks fans but is what I think so it's almost like you go from massive occasions and you end up at London Irish and the the stadium's you know, sort of seven or six or seven eighths empty, yeah. and there's no atmosphere, and it's just it's kind of like running out for a second team game, and it sounds awful, yeah. but it is, and you're really expected to win. There's no atmosphere. They're they're on one for once, and they're doing it, and it just becomes one of those fixtures that is the excitement levels just aren't quite there, and people think, well, you're pros, it should always be there, but that's not how it works. You're you feed off the crowd, else. yeah, and you feed off the noise. You're, you're also used to having thousands of people and hundreds of decibels, you know. Mm. If it's not there, it feels weird. Just before I forget, um, GWR have launched a train called the Sir Gareth Edwards. Have they? Yeah. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Are they doing one for you? So, <laughs> so Chris, I might have a bus, mate. Um, so <laughs> you might have a milk float, son. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Penn, you know Chris Penn, who we've, um, who we've done, GWR, a, little, yeah, yeah, we've done yeah, a little bit of work for. He's a lovely man. Lovely bloke. He just wanted to, loves Instagram, loves the hashtag. He just wanted us to mention that um, the, the train is coming out soon, so keep an eye out for that. Oh, right, okay. So, it's nice to have a train named after you. I mean, if right, here we go. If you were going to get a car named after you, what car What car do you reckon resembles you? Um, I mean, I don't want to be a knob about it. Probably a gold Lamborghini. What? What? <laughs> uh, probably the car I'm in now. Really mm, fast. No, you're you're workman like. What's work? Mondeo. <laughs> we had Club Mondeos back in the day. Yeah, I know. Um, go on. I, I I feel like my car at the moment suits me. It's 
bit more high end than me, but I feel I'm not like talking about me. your lifestyle. I'm talking loud. about you <laughs> as a person and body shape um, and the way you played. Oh, something slow then? No. Yes. Not uh, not cars aren't slow. You know, some are fast, really fast cars, but cars they they can go. Um, uh, probably like a big diesel family estate. Yeah. Yeah, that that actually breaks down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe a French one, like a big Renault estate or something. Yeah. Because it's practical when it works, useful when it quite useful when it works, but it breaks a lot. And when it's at its peak, it's pretty much just sturdy and reliable. It can't be diesel. It have to be petrol, mate. You know, diesels don't break that often. That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so you're happy with that? Happy? We're happy for London Irish. Um, we don't have to go through this in chronological order, do we? No, we don't at all. Uh, look, it was a nice finish by we Wasps. We, we've gone straight to Sunday, so it was a nice. No, we don't. It was a nice finish by Wasps mm. at the end there. Christian Wade um, had an interesting game. So he 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 coughed up the ball down the right, but he actually produced a couple of moments of brilliance. Scored the last try that ultimately earned him the draw after Gopper's conversion. But his break through the midfield for Dan Robson's try back on the inside, like yeah, I said on the highlight show, like how seriously now, like how do you? If you're like you and you're a top class 13 and you're in that position, you will probably find a way to defend that. You'd probably, I don't know, you're standing his inside shoulder and back your pace. But Some, it's not quite as simple as that him? sometimes. It's it's a bit of a lottery. You know, you have to try and. Instinct. Yeah, you have to try and get something on him. You know, you just have to. Yeah, it's a, a lot of it is to do with your body position and not getting out of, um, you know, keeping your, your hips square so you're not beating on the inside shoulder but then he's got a massive amount of pace so it's about not putting yourself in the situation where he's got a lot of space so you have to work as 12 as 13 as your winger as a team within a team and you sort of just keep pushing him pushing him out so he's got nowhere to go and you try and cut down his space but there's going to be instances where there's one-on-ones and he has plenty of room and it's a lottery then yeah there's a lottery uh but what a kick by Gopper as well to finish um, why does it but he, he missed an absolute sitter before that? Was coughed up a proper couple of couple couple of proper opportunities. Wayne, that, that's a tough kick to, to finish. It really on as is, well. yeah, off the wrong side as well, and it's it's not quite on the touchline either. So it's you know, when kicks on a touchline, you don't really expect players to get them. So there aren't if they many. Get them, there aren't any players in the Premier you, you choose over him to take no. that kick. Why? Why does Wade sometimes wear a scrum hat and sometimes not wear a scrum hat? I think it depends how cold it is. Why does he chew gum? Games Ellis Ganger's doing that I never know the gum thing I think why not do what you want um, I'll tell you who I like Tommy Jake Paledri going to play for Italy isn't he but tell us why he's just someone described him, I think I might have said this someone described him as um, like trying to tackle a bag of spanners he's so aggressive absolute beast love watching him carry his main issue is that well he can play a different position than six or he could play eight or seven if he had to for Italy but Negri at six for Italy, he's an absolute monster. So he's standing in his way. He's a big carrier, but I really like that guy. I really, really like him. It was really good young boys. Got Lewis Ludlow. They got Freddie Clark. Got some good young boys down at Gloss. Enjoy that. Jake yeah. Pledry. Good. And that Trinder try down the left was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. For, uh, Billy Burns is offload. Do you think Trinder's now? Well, I should probably answer this. Is he a winger or is he a centre? I still think he's a centre. I still think he's a thirteen. But obviously, played twelve trees at thirteen. They put him on the wing because sometimes you need your best players on the field, no matter yeah. what position you play. You have to play out position sometimes. But I still think he's more dangerous at 13. I think his his all-round skill level suits 13 more than it does on the yeah. wing. 
mean, you, you're better qualified, but I prefer to see him at 13 personally, Tom. I'm just mm. agreeing with you because you're a centre. Um, so we had a poor bet last week because it was my choice, and I bet on Harlequins against Newcastle. And I just thought we'd see a massive reaction from Quinns at home, and we didn't. And I probably no. should have. You know when you just hope, you hope a team can react. Yeah. I suppose. Are you saying they've let that. you down? They have. I mean, seven seven half time. More than that, they've let the children of children in need down, haven't they? That is my biggest issue. <laughs> That's your homeless magazine, isn't it? But yeah, um, that was it. Was a that was a poor performance from Quinns. They really weren't at it defensively. They weren't at it. You I mean, see, it, uh, Chris Harris ripping through the midfield. I know. Luke Wallace is such a good defender, but he's got way too much space around him. It makes it very difficult for him ripping through. But that Sonotti Sonotti tried down the left. I mean. It's scrum, solid scrum, Nini Latu at eight. It's literally eight, 11, gets a run up, scores. Like, you can't be scoring that at that but level. It, and it's not as if the Quins are hard done by through injury, through international selection. You've got a proper team out there. Marchant, Roberts, Alofa, Alofa, Smith, Walker, Sinclair's yeah. playing, Horwell's playing. Wallace, Wardy, Chisholm. It's a T. good... T. Chisholm throwing punches at No, Nini I didn't. Latu. Proper punches, mate. They didn't, they didn't quite land brilliantly. They both got yellows, but he was like, he's not mucking around. No, I like Chisholm. I've said that before, but you, one thing is, he's hard to shake off. Anyway, he's um, he just he gets annoyed about nearly last he's done something, and he just sends us proper right hander in, not mucking around. And I can't condone that, but I do sometimes think I wish someone, everyone, had to stop shouting and pushing and just chin somebody and yeah. be, done, be done with it. Well, <laughs> that's know? what I think. You know, when when the pushing starts, I think there should be an area at the side of the field. Like a boxing, little boxing ring. They put on some gloves. They say, right, here we go. You've got one minute. Have a go at each other. And then you're back in the field. Yeah. Go for it. It's all, and good, it's all good fun until someone gets knocked out, though, isn't it? Yeah, but the amount of pushing and shoving in a game would just decrease because you know when you you know you can push someone, you can grab someone, nothing's going to kick off. You know, all the players come in. Then if you push Ross Moriarty, the like, referee blows his whistle and says, right, you've got one minute with Ross Moriarty on the sideline. Will you push him? Probably wouldn't push him, would you? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't bother? You wouldn't. Um, but you're at the Saracens Leicester game. Tell you what, that was that was fascinating. That um, saw Mark Bakewell up there, and his one of his first games, his first week, he's really had in charge, and I think things are going well. I mean, you know, they haven't they haven't scored a bonus point and won at Sarri because they've had a new coach for a week. You, but, but you talked about him last week about him coming in and how just a, a change of voice might make yeah, a difference, yeah. and, and know, how good a coach he was. I've got my own views on him. I think he's a I think he's a he's a twat. I'm joking. I love him, and he's a great coach. When so you marry him then. <laughs> When you marry him, but they were Leicester were brilliant. They were really, really. You can't good. drop the ball over the line twice. Set piece, super aggressive. Like they can't, but but our oh, poor old Nathan Earl. Well, he got held up once. He dropped the ball over the line as he was running, and then he couldn't gather a pass that Manu picked up, boshed off Marcelo Bosch with a handoff, and then gave. I reckon he gave it inside to to Jonah Holmes because he didn't want to dive on that surface. He could have just put the ball down though with one hand. Yeah, funny one that. But right, um, so as a coach, right, I I I wouldn't like that. Because he's blatantly going to score a try. It is a risk, no matter yeah. how, how you look at it. Jonah Holmes, you know, you're not thinking, oh, he's going to pass to me, because he's there, the line is there. Yeah. So it is a bit of a risk, so I wouldn't yeah. be too happy about Sarri's that. Sarri's weren't at it at all. They didn't have any bite. They didn't really have much penetration at all. The set piece got dominated by And we've Leicester. seen that a bit from Saracens this year. Yeah. And I suppose a little bit last year, but they are... I don't, yeah, they, they got themselves cre- back to a good place, but they were well There's beaten. little cracks, I think, in there. Slowly, slowly developing. And I know... You know they'll they'll probably back up next week's game with a fantastic win, but well they're, play, they're playing Chiefs at Exeter, Exeter Sandy Park. Yeah, and I, I think you'll see a reaction because they were at home. Leicester, they would have thought they would have beaten. So I, 
I think we'll see a yeah, reaction. I was really but surprised, but Leicester, Leicester really, really did look good. This was my, this my point. We talked on the ITV podcast about the handoff. Now, Tuolangi, what a great handoff that was in Bosch's face. But, you know, there's other places to hand off as well. That was perfect. Yeah. And this is what I was talking about with um, Hugh Jones, when you see him breaking through and he hands off Anthony Watson in the arm. You know Hugh Jones changed his name by Depot? Well, his surname was Janus. Let's change it. <laughs> <laughs> Brother of Samantha, yeah? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're good today. But but uh, but a good win by Leicester. So yeah, really really good, really really impressive. Um, good on them. Um, the extra game against Saints, interesting. Saints really came to play. Alan Dickens, their coach, was. You know, gutted after the game, he thought they could have won it, and he's dead right. I mean, the 13 points up with 10 minutes to go, they absolutely could have won that. But Exeter found a way, mainly through you know, Ollie Woodburn had a bit of an intervention and just decided to come looking for work, ripped through the middle, lovely offload, ends up Don Armand scoring an amazing try. Um, and that, that last try for Chiefs was kind of inevitable because it was basically picking and going and carrying near the line, and they're so good at that when they get it right. So it's a good win for Chiefs in the end because Northampton gave them a proper scare and. Horn in the midfield was great. Malinger's try was lovely. Luther Burrell skipping around Sam Hill, who got caught in too tight. Really, and for the Ben Foden try, and loads of their top players really starting to deliver. And again, I thought Luther Burrell had a massive influence on the game. When he's when he's at it, and he seems to be back at it at the moment, really good. Player. I love Sam Hill's tweet about the Lobavalu. Lobavalu. Yeah, I love that tackle. Seemed okay in my in my eyes. Yeah, but apparently, so I saw Grant Seeley, the former Northampton Saint, yesterday at Sarries, and he's doing, he was doing the RFU sighting job at the Sarries game. And he said, from the angle you see repeatedly on Twitter, and it looks like and that's a non-decision, but he see it head on, it is proper shoulder in the jaw, straight red. I'm not sure, because I, I know it was a, the referee didn't pick it up, and I know he's been banned for four weeks, but it's still very difficult to to govern, because... You watch, you know, when he, when he goes to make the tackle, he does dip. He doesn't dip low enough. He doesn't go around the hips. He doesn't go around the legs, but he dips. Now, when Sam Hill is stepping inside, his body's lowered as well. So you've got two guys going low. There's going to, you know, you are going to get instances where heads collide and tackles are high. It, it's so hard to do because you don't know how the attacking player is going to take the contact until last minute. Yeah, but Tommy. No, but. It's Gabby Lavabalu's responsibility to not collide with the head of Sam Hill. Uh, yes, I understand that, but I also know that you don't know what a player is going to do when they step inside, how much how, go, how much they're going to look. You go so low that no matter what they do, yeah. you can't hit their head. Okay, but I think, I think he should have been banned for longer. You, Yeah, but you're like That's that. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. Was that a good joke? No. No. You're just offending people. Um, just, just trying to be controversial. I think he should be banned for life. Blues have, I think, their third or fourth win on the trot against Zebra in the Pro 14, so mm. not a bad little run by them. Coming no, strong nice. at the end of the season. Uh, good on them. Big thing for them. Big thing for the Welsh regions is to get into that Champions Cup. You, you want to play the elites. You want you want people to come and watch you in your stadiums. Why, you have, want, you, why have you moved on from the Prem? Um, because we can't go over through every single game, and this is going to be a short pod because we've got Six Nations. Right, Denny well. Solomon was really good for sale there, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so all right. the chip and chase. And Fafta Clerk and Denny Solomon were jokes. Real good. Real Ospreys tidy. beat the Cheetahs at home. Scarlets beat Ulster mm. at home. So some some good performances by the Welsh lads. We like the Scarlets, don't we? Yeah, it's just the Dragons letting us down. Come on, Dragons, pull your finger out. Spend some money, will you? Oh, they have, that's right. 
It's bet of the week time. Leo Vegas, bet of the week. Um, didn't come in last week, did it? No, we've, we've been rubbish, but we're going to go with um, extra cheese versus Saracens at Big Sandy game. Park. Big, Big game. game. Big game, yeah, huge, yeah. Massive. It's an enormous game, isn't it? Um, I say X to win that, Tom. Oh. Tom. Go on, I'll, I'll go with you, I'll go with you, but give us a scoreline, David. Chiefs win that by... Three points or more. Six points or more. I'm going Steve Bold. Okay. I'm going Steve Bold. Yeah. Six points or more. Get into it. Terms and conditions do apply. Make sure you're over 18. Good luck with everything, yeah. Thanks for your continued support, yeah. You know what I'm like, don't you? You love to finish on some questions. You love it, don't you? You love, so to, funny. Fin- love to finish on a high. Um, quite a few questions have come through about the Six Nations, which we're not going to answer. Drew on Twitter, Drew Rintmore, says, when you get Chesney on the pod, can you ask him if he's still living off the one and only? <laughs> oh, God, you didn't, Drew. Drew. Oh, no, you didn't. You mentalist, Drew. You absolute nut job. I mean, Drew, uh, maybe you could DM me your number and we can get you on before one of our live podcasts just to warm up the guys. Yeah, before. that was genius. So you have to have Matt Powell, who is the the chief at Amanara. Just a weird-looking guy, too. Yeah. You got any questions for me, Dave? Oh, you want me to do it as well? Uh, well, I know I'm... We normally have... Michelle normally sends all our questions through from email, but since she had kids, she's been... You've been rubbish and shit that. She already Joe Bat, time, Joe Bat on Twitter says who would win in a scrap between you two? Um David you would. Yeah, you would, mate. Do you reckon? <sighs> you know what I'm like. I don't like pain anymore. But you had a fat with you had a fat, you had a fight with um Matt Leake in Tenerife. <laughs> 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 Do you remember? You had a you yeah. had a punch up, didn't you, on our steps to our apartment with, with Leakey. We've <laughs> done that in the pod before. Yeah. Who uh, won? Me, because he had blood. He was aroused. He was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one from uh, John Wynn Richards. On an entirely unrelated note, unrelated to what? Anything? Have you fellas got Nick Knowles' new album? Hashtag Brent. No, I haven't, actually. I haven't. I've heard it's Brent. Brent-esque. Um, Rob Sherrington, are England better now than under Stuart Lancaster, or did we all get carried away? We won't talk about Six Nations on these questions. Yeah, all right, but no, they're better now. Um, and... 24 wins in 26 games ain't that bad, so chill out. Okay, worst person to be one-on-one against out of Robinson, Lomu, and Sinotti. Lomu? And, and that is Alan Jones. Ooh, that's a great question, because Sinotti... Who's the other one? Lomu, Lomu and Robinson. Oh, from, it's Lomu or Robinson, isn't it? Lomu. Has to be Jonah Lomu. And inspiration. Sinotti, one-on-one, our kid. <sighs> Are not, we really comparing someone to Jonah Lomu here? That's the problem. I think we can't. I think we can't. In a week, um, in the week where St. James Taplin, in a week where hugely underrated Simon McIntyre, very good prop from what's made his 100th Prem appearance, who else universally slips under the radar? Don't want to be unoriginal and say Don Armand. Don Armand? He's not under the radar, everyone knows about him, don't they? Probably James Davis a little bit, but I mean, everyone talks about him because he doesn't get picked, so he's in the Mm. forefront of the media. Mark Wilson at Falcons. Kyle Cooper, I know he's not eligible for it, but he's top player. Cayman Taff on Twitter says, is the reason Shanks moved to centre because he got embarrassed twice in two games by Joe Rokokoku? I think we all know the answer to that. Yes. Um, here's one, Gareth Oram. What do you think of non-rugby celebs talking shite about rugby? <laughs> Chill out, Gareth. I, w- I wonder who he means. 
well, I don't know, but non-rugby people. So it's like, don't, but you, but don't worry about it. You They're can't fans. stop people having an opinion. They're just fans. And saying what they think. Yeah. Quite like it, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your premiership top four? I don't know. Do you know what? I love the fact Newcastle are in it. One of the top four. I absolutely love them being in it. I'd love them to stay in it. They're gonna st- they are going to stay up there. Do you reckon? Yeah. I would actually love it if they were in a Prem semi-final. That would be brilliant. Let's just hope they do. Okay. Well, we'll just finish on this, mate. We'll just finish on my Got question. Should, yeah. should England... I want a yes, no answer because, I mean, you love a debate, especially a mass one. So Wee, we're, we're going to. Wallop! I want a, a really short answer on this. Should the Aviva Prem be ring fenced? Yes, no, or I'm not quite sure yet because I'll wait for someone else to say something sensible and then copy them. Um, I've, I've, I'm denied on this. The answer really is the third one, but I don't want to say that. So I'd, the, well, the answer is I'm not quite sure either way, but I, I think no. I think it shouldn't. I think it should remain competitive, and the mod, the model for promoted teams being able to recruit and make themselves strong enough soon enough needs to be looked at. But I do think that I said yes or no. But I do think that um, ring fencing it so that everyone can pile more money in doesn't necessarily make it a better competition. There you are. You heard it here first. Um, well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Write reviews. Nice all the ones. Time. Nice ones where you get red dotted, yeah? And we'll we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.